Good morning and welcome to our service. Today is Father's Day in many countries across the world. Hopefully you are celebrating and remembering that special person in your life. And so we join our voices virtual and present in worshiping God, our Heavenly Father. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We are gathered together as the family of God to offer praise and thanksgiving, to ask forgiveness of our sins, to hear and receive God's holy word, to pray for the needs of the world and to seek God's grace, that through Jesus Christ our Lord and in the power of the Holy Spirit we may give ourselves to God's service. Return to the Lord who will have mercy, to our God who will richly pardon. I confess my iniquity and am sorry for my sin. In you, O Lord, I have fixed my hope. You will answer me, O Lord, my God. O Lord, do not forsake me. Be not far from me, O my God. Make haste to help me. O Lord of my salvation. May the Lord forgive what we have been, help us to amend what we are, and direct what we shall be. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Alleluia. Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Praise the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Rejoice then, even in your distress. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. He called us from our darkness into the light of this day. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Collect and readings for the third Sunday of Trinity. Lord God, in your mercy hear our prayers, and as you give us the desire to pray, grant us your help and protection. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. One hundred and seven verses one to fifteen. Give thanks to the Lord because he is good, his love is eternal. Repeat these words in praise to the Lord, all you whom he has saved. He has rescued you from your enemies and has brought you back from foreign countries, from east and west, from north and south. Some wandered in the trackless desert and could not find their way to a city to live in. They were hungry and thirsty and had given up all hope. Then in their trouble they called to the Lord and he saved them from their distress. He led them by a straight road to a city where they could live. They must thank the Lord for his constant love, for the wonderful things he did for them. He satisfies those who are thirsty 
and fills the hungry with good things. Some were living in gloom and darkness, prisoners suffering in chains, because they had rebelled against the commands of Almighty God and had rejected his instructions. They were worn out from hard work. They would fall down and no one would help. Then in their trouble they called to the Lord and he saved them from their distress. He brought them out of their gloom and darkness and broke their chains in pieces. They must thank the Lord for his constant love and for the wonderful things he did for them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our Gospel is from Mark chapter 4, beginning at verse 35. Late that day, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's go across to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. They took him in the boat, and other boats came along. A huge storm came up. Waves poured into the boat, threatening to sink it. And Jesus was in the stern, head on a pillow, sleeping. They roused him, saying, Teacher, is it nothing to you that we're going down? Awake now, he told the wind to pipe down and said to the sea, Quiet, settle down. The wind ran out of breath and the sea became smooth as glass. Jesus reprimanded the disciples. Why are you such cowards? Don't you have any faith at all? They were in absolute awe, staggered. Who is this anyway, they asked. Wind and sea at his beck and call. Give thanks to God for this, his glorious gospel. Boats have been on my mind this week. Many of my abiding good memories from childhood revolve around boats. We had one, you know, a boat. Although it was not a big boat, it was ours, and we used it a lot every summer. Not for frivolous stuff like water skiing or picnics. No, we used our boat for sport fishing. This was my dad's favorite pastime. He worked hard at a manual laborer job. So sitting in a boat on the water was for him a source of relaxation. It was for my mother too, because dad often took us kids fishing, giving mom time at home by herself. Today is of course Father's Day in many countries, so I guess it's no surprise that dad has been on my mind. Jesus too liked boats. Many of his friends, his disciples were fishermen, so boats were a familiar part of their landscape. Their boats were working ones, of course, and not leisure ones. But I imagine that being on the Sea of Galilee still brought these hard-working fishermen a sense of calm from time to time. But not in this morning's Gospel. This is a story of danger and peril, a story of fear and anxiety, a story of approaching calamity. Caught in a deadly storm, everyone in that boat fears for their life, everyone except Jesus. We have been in a storm-tossed boat these past 18 months. We have each, separately and together, lived our own story of danger and peril, our own story of fear and anxiety, our own story of approaching calamity. Many of us have also lived through other storms in the past, storms of illness or bereavement. 
Some of us may be in the middle of these very same storms right now. And there will be storms in the future. Not the news we want to hear just now as we tentatively emerge from our current stormy period. What Mark offers us in this gospel is hope. Hope that at least one person in our storm-tossed boat is calm, providing a firm center of stability. That same person who stabilized the disciples in their little fishing boat, adrift in a storm-tossed sea, facing calamity, was Jesus. We so often get into the way of thinking that we have to fix everything. We have to be in control of everything. And then it will be all right and everyone will be safe. When the truth is that only God is in control, sometimes of the natural elements, but always of our hearts, minds, and souls. Jesus in this morning's gospel calms the external storm for sure. But much more importantly, he calms the internal storms of fear, anxiety, of uncertainty and doubt for each soul on that boat. So how's your boat? How's your family's boat? How is your community's boat these days? How are these boats faring in our still storm-tossed seas? I expect some of us have found a particular harbor where we feel, at least for now, we feel safe. Others are bravely sailing into new waters, feeling confident, at least for now, feeling a bit braver. Wherever you are, fearful or brave, God remains the only sure and certain hope of stability in our lives. As surely as Jesus stilled the storm in the hearts of his disciples, we hold faithfully to our hope that God will hold us in whatever we face today or in the future. Amen. Let us pray for peace in the world. Lord, whose beauty is beyond our imagining and whose power we cannot comprehend, show us your glory insofar as we are able to grasp it and shield us from knowing more than we can bear until we may look upon you without fear. By the power of your spirit, make us your children, followers and partners in the grand design of your kingdom of love. We pray for peace in a world of war, for health in a world of hunger, and for harmony in a world of discord. Lead us from war and want by the pathways of justice and peace. Lord, give us grace to love one another as you have loved us. In your mercy, hear our prayer. Pray for the local community. Heavenly Father, give us a genuine love for others, both those whom we like and those that we don't. Help us to overcome our fears and prejudices and to see your image in all people. Lord, your son welcomed the downtrodden, those made to feel small. We ask you to help us in turn to enlarge others rather than to, to diminish them, to build up rather than to belittle. And if any, any truly have gravely offended us, help us to forgive with our whole hearts, 
knowing that our own grave offences have been forgiven by you. Lord, give us grace to love one another as you have loved us. In your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray to God, who alone makes us dwell in safety. For all who are affected by coronavirus, through illness or isolation or anxiety, that they may find relief and recovery. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those who are guiding our nation at this time, and shaping national policies, that they make wise decisions. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For doctors, nurses, and medical researchers, that through their skill and insights, many will be restored to health. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us for the vulnerable and the fearful, for the gravely ill and dying, particularly without their family present, <coughs> that they may know your comfort and peace. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We remember those who died in the faith of Christ, particularly Ian Miller, and those friends and relations known personally to us. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We commend ourselves and all for whom we pray to the mercy and protection of God. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. gather our prayers in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I shall not die, but I shall live and recount the deeds of the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made. Glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Almighty God, we thank you for the gift of your holy word. May it be a lantern to our feet, a light upon our paths, and a strength to our lives. Take us and use us to love and serve all people in the power of the Holy Spirit, and in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 
May God the Father, by whose glory Christ was raised from the dead, strengthen you to walk with him in his risen life. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be with each one of us and all those for whom we have a care, this day and evermore. Amen. <laughs>